This is Glenn Hughes, the voice of rock, and you're listening to Music Mania. Get ready for some screaming heavy metal! We rock! But the evil that men do... You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Schweitzer. You are locked and loaded right here on the Music Mania Podcast. I'm your host, Clint Schweitzer. Of course, we always appreciate you hitting that subscribe button on YouTube or iTunes. Either way you choose to take in the show. We have a big guest this week. We're going to be revving it up with drummer Roxy Petrucci. Of course, you know her from Madam X and, of course, Vixen. We're going to be going back to the old days, back to the 80s, talking about how crazy things were for the band coming up, touring with bands like Ozzy Osbourne, Bon Jovi, Kiss, and the Scorpions. Uh, She really is so open and honest about everything that the band's been through. We're going to go back to 2004 and uh, how important uh, the VH1 Bands Reunited show was for them, kind of getting them in a room and playing again together. And um, Obviously, things weren't always rosy in the Vixen camp. But now how they are continuing it on in the name of Jan Kuhnemand, uh, the guitarist who, founding member who passed away back in 2013. She and Cher and Janet are really forging ahead, keeping the Vincent name alive. And of course, Roxy's also been involved with uh, Madam X, who released their second album back in 2017. It's Monstrosity. It is hard hitting. It is in your face. It is absolute metal to a T. Roxy's going to talk about that, the different styles playing with in in a metal band like Madam X versus Vixen. And we're going to go back and and hear a lot of stories uh, from the old days. Uh, I'm going to talk about how um, vocalist Janet Gardner from Vixen was sidelined for a while. She had brain surgery. And uh, the show I was at back in March, uh, they played with Kicks at the uh, Choctaw Casino down in Durant. And they played uh, Lorraine Lewis from Femme Fatale. Uh, was the vocalist, uh, the guest vocalist on that show. And we're going to talk to her about uh, how that came about and uh, what it was like, you know, playing those shows without uh, Janet, who's been obviously such an integral part of, of Vixen for so long and and uh, the signature voice of Vixen. But she's back. The band has several tour dates lined up over the summer, and you can check those out at vixenofficial.com. Uh, they got a show coming up in Sweden Rock, uh, and Roxy's going to be pulling double duty with Madame X and Vixen there at Sweden Rock before they come back to the States for a few shows. And then they go to Belgium, to Germany, Spain, and before coming back to the States for a few shows to round out the summer and fall. So always look for Vixen. They're always out there, always doing their thing. They are reinvigorated with uh, guitarist Brett Lightning, who's, you know, again, helping them carry on, you know, what Jan Kuhneman helped found uh, with this band Vixen. And going all the way back, I remember Vixen being featured in the movie uh, Hard Bodies. When, uh, I'm such a fan of, you know, those teen beach sex comedies from back in the 80s. And Vixen was a uh, part of that movie. Uh, they were in the movie, I believe, called Diaper Ash, which is always funny. And then before changing their name to the Hard Bodies in the, in the movie, and then gaining notoriety with uh, their self-titled debut. Songs like Edge of a Broken Heart, Crying, Love is a Killer, their second album, Rev It Up, How Much Love. There was just a lot of great songs that came from this band in a, in a short span of time, and now uh, the hits live on, and thank goodness that they do. Uh, always respect what, uh, what Vixen does, and Roxy as a drummer. This is our second time talking to her. 
It's been about a year and a half since the early incarnation of the Madame X Monstrosity album. And now we're lucky enough to, to go ahead and bring her back. But before we do, I've got to tell you about our sponsor, CD Warehouse in Gladstone, Missouri, for over 22 years. A staple of the Northland. I tell you, I bought 95% of the music I still own today from CD Warehouse. Tell the owner, Randy Ringer, that Music Mania sent you and they will give you a discount or it's on us. Remember, guys, CDs, DVDs, vinyl, and more. They buy, sell, and trade. This is CD Warehouse in Gladstone, Missouri, a staple of the Northland for over 20 years. Hey, Roxy, it's Clint. How you doing? Hey, Clint. I'm doing... I'm crazy, actually. Well, crazy. <laughs> I was not going to go there. That was supposed to be later on. We were going to uncover that later. Roxy, I would never agree to that. You're, you're, you're the best, though. It's been a while. It's been like two years since we've had you on. How are you? Two years? Is it really? Right around there. Did you say two years or one year? It's, a, it's like right in between, like a year and a half. It was right before. It was before Monstrosity came out from Adam X. Oh, my God. You oh, said, my God. It feels like yesterday. Isn't it? We just talked yesterday. <laughs> Man, this well, that's what happens, you know. When you're busy, it's just kind of like, oh my god, oh my god. And you, what the hell's going on? We're extremely busy, and you have a couple weeks off here, and then you'll be, you know, doing this. Uh, I don't know this show called Sweden Rock. I hear that's that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, you're you know, over this, there. This, this, it's just a little intimate gig of about twenty thousand people plus. <laughs> yeah, Sweden Rock. We're totally psyched. Um, you know, I'll be doing double duty with Vixen and Madame X, which is going to be wild. Just like, bring it. I'm ready. I'll be warming up with Vixen, and then I'm ready for Madame X. That's insane. Um, that is crazy that you're going to do that. That's so cool, though. That's going to be a great one. Have you guys ever done Sweden Rock before? Yeah, Madame X played Sweden Rock in 2014. Wow. That was that was the kick in the ass that we needed to realize that we wanted to get back together and really do this for good. Um, yes. You know, we, had, we had that single 80s rock song, and uh, we got the offer for Sweden Rock. We're like, yeah, sure, we'll do that. And then once we got on stage together, it was like, yep, this feels right. This feels like we picked up from, you know, 30 plus years ago. It, it, it just felt good. It felt right. Isn't it so, unbelievable um, it's so, that there's still an appetite for, you know, not, you know, Madame X, you know, you guys had one album, you know, back in the 80s, and then it's like you. Still, there's still an appetite for these type of bands. And I say the same thing about a band like, and I know you know her really well. We're going to talk about her, about Lorraine and uh, like Femme Fatale, who had one album in the 80s. And yet there's still this appetite for the, for these type of bands. And you, and you wind yeah, up, you know, it's so cool. It's it just like, it, it's like it, it strikes a chord with people. And, and they, they, they're your loyal fans and they, they want to hear from you. Um, so, you know, if you can give it to them, give it to them. And and we're here to give it to them, <laughs> give it to them good. Thank goodness for that. Uh, and you... Speaking of Lorraine, I love her. By yes. the way, I mean her and she and I worked together on a project back in um, I think 2006, 2007, called Rocktopus. Um, I don't know if you were aware of it, yes. but really we we had like a little EP together, and, and we just had a blast together. And and her and I, you know, she's family. It's, it's just like a rock and roll community. And you know, when Janet had her. Um, brain injury she uh lorraine filled in and, and she knocked it out of the park so uh, thankfully you know she was available to do that so yes. we could, we could keep going on i was going to bring that up because uh, i was at that show of course at the at the choctaw casino uh, in in down in uh, duran oklahoma and it was an amazing venue and you know what we had 
you and I had kind of text back and forth a couple times because I, I really was trying to kind of get out of you. Like, I know Janet's kind of is, is still kind of under the like. What's what's going to happen here? I know at the Monsters of Rock cruise you'd use some some guest singers like Terry Illuz and a couple guys, but I was like, what's this going to be? I don't think anyone quite knew when you took the well, stage we what was going to be. What? We weren't we weren't sure, but we yeah. wanted her to be a hundred percent. You know, Janet is family, yeah. And we said, you know what, you need to be a hundred percent because we're going to have a busy summer. So if it means just missing one gig, just miss this gig, that's okay. You know, Lorraine was uh, ready and willing to, to, to fill in to help out. Um, so we did not want to take that risk because we just, you know, we just didn't want to take that risk. It's like it was one show, it's okay. And um, like I said, Lorraine did a great job. And Janet is back. She's a hundred percent, and um, we're we're ready to rock this summer. That's so great. And I tell you, I, I was I'm such a huge fan of of, uh, of Vixen, and, and of course of, of Janet's vocals. I thought, and I'm also a huge Femme Fatale fan. So I thought like. Lorraine coming out, and it was one of those things that for a second I was like, that kind of looks like Lorraine from Femme Fatale, but I don't, it can't really be, and then you introduced yeah, once her. We hit, once we bust into uh, Waiting for the Big One, yeah. then you knew. It was like, wait a minute. That's, yeah, you introduced her, and I was like, that is exactly, that's amazing, and she she did great, and it was a great set. You guys played with Kicks that night, and an awesome venue down there, and what a cool deal. And of course, yeah. It's been a few months yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, we love playing with the Kicks guys. Again, those guys are family. I yeah. mean... You know, it's, it's it's weird. It's like a whole different scene now. Back from the 80s, you know, bands were more in competition with, the, with each other. Now, you know, 2018, we're all, like, rooting for each other. You know, like, you guys, we're still around. Thank God that we're still out there pushing that cool rock and roll that's timeless. That's so the word. We're, that's... You know, it, it's really cool. It's a really good feeling. And when we did the, uh, played on the cruise, and Janet wasn't able to do that, and we had, um, um, Oh, all these special guest singers, they were just so gracious, and, and they learned the songs, and you know, and, and Janet's not the easiest person to cover, because she, she sings high, but these guys did a great job, and it, it just was, it was just, it was a lot of fun, it was fun for us, um, it was a nice little, you know, tribute for Janet, and all in all, it just turned out great. It I couldn't have been better. I've loved, I've checked out some of the videos from that because I was wondering what, you know, on Monsters of Rock, what that was going to look like. And I see guys like Terry Illus from Great White doing Crying and uh, Danny Vaughn from Taiketo, I think, did How Danny Much Love. Danny was great, too. Just, oh, my God, Danny was great. Just hearing the mail uh, do those songs. Was, Terry was great. I loved doing um, the Dio song with him. And um, you know what was really funny was Tamey Down. Yes, it was hilarious, That's and you know right. he had laryngitis, and he still came up, and he <laughs> he was great. It was just so much fun, just so much fun. Brett Kaiser from Madamax, he came up, he did a song, so it was just you know it was what rock and roll was all about. You got, got together when you need it, and now you guys have about. 15, 16 shows coming up over the summer, and you're kind of spanning the globe. You're going over to do Sweden Rock, and you come back we're and do some Sweden shows here. We're doing Sweden Rock, we're doing Barcelona, we're yeah. doing Germany, we're doing Belgium. Uh, I think Paris might be in there, too. I'm not sure yet. Uh, but, yeah, we're going over to Europe, and then we're coming back here. We're doing the whiskey. We're doing the whiskey in L.A., which is our stopping grounds. Um, playing in Arizona. We're doing, and we told our agent, too, he said, dude, Fill it up. We yeah. want to be out there working the summer and fall. So 
We're yes. going to be hitting it hard. We're yep. going to be hitting it hard. And that uh, you can get all the dates at vixenofficial.com. You can see all, all the tour dates there. Make sure you catch catch you guys because I swear, like, and, I, you know, another cool thing about this, too, is I think that um, someone like Cher, uh, who's singing some songs in the set, she did, like, uh, I Don't Need No Doctor, and she's, you know, getting, she, I didn't realize just how great of a voice she had, too. She's, she's awesome. She's really good. She, you know, she has her own record out with yeah. her husband, Bam Ross, uh, Twin Flames Radio. They have something that just came out. Uh, right after Madame X, they came out with something. So, I mean, we all have our little side project with Janet's solo thing, me and Madame X, and Cher with Twin Flames. And it was perfect timing, too, because, you know, Vixen was, um, you know, we didn't play as much in January, February, March. So that was perfect timing for us to, to do our little side project. Now, summer, we're going to hit it hard. We're going to be pushing our own CD because we have a live CD coming out with two special uh, bonus tracks that are uh, studio tracks. And um, we'll be pushing that. So kind of all worked out in our favor. That is so cool. I can't wait to see this list because you guys don't have really any, much uh, as far as live stuff, official stuff put out. That's going to be awesome from from. Oh, Vixen. it's going to be great. Yeah, and you know, and we, we, it's, it's Britt Lightning, our new guitar player. She's fairly new. So um, getting to play with her, now we can get more comfortable with her. So then on our next CD, it'll be, you know, pretty much all original Vixen stuff. She's great. We love her. You just got to make sure you don't lose her to, to like Alice Cooper's band or something. He, he po- he's poaching all the female <laughs> know, guitars. Right? He's poaching. <laughs> he's poaching all these girls. <laughs> no, I think she's pretty she, She's pretty happy with the Vixens. And she's really once good. You, once you become a Vixen, you're a, you're a Vixen. She's awesome, too. I, I, I'm very impressed with her. And, like, I know she's quite a bit younger, but it's I, I'm telling you this not just to kiss your ass at all, Roxy. You guys all look so good. It's like you guys look like you're all the same age up there. It's unbelievable. You guys all look well, great. We're basically, we're basically the same age. Remember, in rock and roll, you don't age. So That's right. I, I can tell you whatever I want. I, I, I feel 28, so I'm going to say I'm 28. Stick to that forever, you bet, and you can pull it off. <laughs> I feel it. So I am it. <laughs> I, want, I want to ask you too. It's be- just a number, right? It's just a number. <laughs> it is. And, uh, if, you, you're, if you think you're old, then you are old. That's right. And like I said, you just stick stick to one and, and stick to that number forever. And you know, I want to ask you too because you know, wh- right the last time you came on, we were talking about Monstrosity. And you'd sent me over the title track, and I was like blown away how heavy this was. And I want to get into it a little bit because you know this came out I think back in October. Just talk about the reception uh, for this album because it is heavy kicks ass like i mean it's like it really blows you away how heavy this album is talk about what the reception's been like for it so far oh we're in fact people are pretty blown away by it i mean they didn't expect that but that really is who madame x was and is we've been way back back in the day uh high in high school was something that we wrote right correctly uh chris and brett wrote that but live if you came and saw the band live we were heavy as shit. We were like Judas Priest heavy. Um, When we signed with Jet Records, they told us, we want you to continue to write songs like that. You know, we had Metal Mm -hmm. in My Veins, we had Stand Up and Fight, the heavy stuff, but but that was it. They wanted more of that kind of stuff. So we obliged. But Madame X, in our heart, is what you're hearing now, Monstrosity, Resurrection. We still have stuff like Die Trying and Hello Cleveland, which is which is that vintage Madame X, you know, the stuff that the Madame X fans who love that, that campy stuff. We have that in there because that's still part of us, but we are metal. So that's what you're hearing, the real Madame X. That's who we are. And uh, we're pretty proud of this record. I mean, it was two years in the making, but I think... Um, 
I think it was worth the wait, and the fans who have bought it so far are just really, really excited about it. Well, and, you, and, you know, we just shot a video for it, too, so we're, we're yes. in the process of editing that. And um, we have Sweden Rock coming up, so we'll be playing a lot of that record live. And you had the backing so, of EMP Label Group, which is Dave, Dave, um, David Ellison from Megadeth, his, uh, his record label. And that, that's so many great bands on this thing, and that's huge to have that backing. Pardon me? The, the EMP, you're on the EMP label group with uh, that's Yes, uh, we're Dave on the Ellison. EMP. Yeah, now we, all we need is to open up for a Megadeth. Yes. Hint, 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 hint. Wow, it's on. It's happening <laughs> now. Without, with, Madam, with Megadeth, that would be quite a lineup, don't you think? Yes, I'm in on that. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have metal in our veins. Still do. Still do. That's great. And, and you know what? We just, we just touched the surface. You know, I mean, Maxine and I are, are writing some more stuff right now, as a matter of fact. If we don't do it with Madame X, we'll do it with um, our VRP after, sh- after show. It's a side yeah. project that we have. Uh, but, yeah, we're just, you know, we just got that itch. It's like, I don't know where it came from, but, but we're, we're just feeling really creative. Which is awesome. we got so much metal to, to give. Is, what about the styles? Because the, the, the styles are vastly different, you know, when playing, playing, and just talk about as a drummer, I'm not a drummer, so talk about as a drummer just playing, I mean, to me, it's it's pretty simple. It's like, man, when you're playing that Madame X stuff, it's fast, it's up-tempo. Vixen maybe a little more, a little, a, just a little slower. I mean, you have a lot of, a lot of you know, hard-driving songs like Rev It Up, but talk about the style changes, you know, playing in these two bands. Yeah, no, 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 and I, and I love that, too, because that just makes me a better drummer. Uh, Vixen takes a little more finesse. Madame X is um, pretty heavy, straightforward, but it takes a lot of endurance. Um, so, you know, it keeps my feet. I mean, I'm doing a lot of double bass. I'm, I'm slamming. I, I got to hit hard to play over Maxine. Maxine has her marshals on 11, so I got I to gotta play heavy. And I love that, though, because I truly... That is where my heart is. I have metal in my veins. Always have, always will. Black Sabbath was my, they're my gods. I love Sabbath. I love Judas Priest. That's what got me going. So that's me. That's who I am. Vixen, I love playing with Vixen. I love, you know, I was a jazz drummer too. I played jazz before I did, uh, you know, I did metal, but I also delved into jazz. Vixen is hard rock. As a drummer, you should be able, to, uh, you know, as, as far as I'm concerned, you should be able to do to be able to play all of that. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. I mean, I would, you know, I just to make myself a better drummer to be able to to cross those genres is, is great. It's awesome for me. Well, I'll it's tell a you feel what. thing too. With yes, this and I, you know, playing in the pocket, I love it. Well, you get a and lot. I add, I think I add that edge to the band. Yes. Yeah, and that's it is, and you know, you you are one of those drummers that like you. I've always said like a drummer is a backbone of any band, and I think that you stand out as that uh, almost more than any. That, that that sound comes from from you. It comes from from uh, in the back, and it just it just it's just like a wall of noise, and that's what you definitely help create. And I want to ask you this because I went back and was watching some. Um, I was watching 2004's VH1's band reunited with Vixen, and I and I'd forgotten all about that this existed, and I, I caught that. 
and it just kind of brought me back to the time. And I, I just want to get your thoughts on on that show, what it was like uh, filming it and actually doing it, and how how much of it was genuine. You know, we wanted to get back together and do this because I know it was at the time where uh, you guys were kind of split off, Jan kind of doing her thing. You guys were, you know, it wasn't, you know, the the best time for you guys. And then you, then you did come together and do this, and it seems like that really might maybe help heal some wounds. Just give me your memories of, of that show. It did. Yeah, it did, because we hadn't seen each other in years. So for us to get back together and be in the same room, and there was just that that heartfelt love for each other, no matter what happened in the past. You know, you as years go on, you grow, you mature, and then you look back and go, God, that was stupid, that was dumb what I did. But, but you, you put that all behind you, and you just go, you know, I just, I love this person. We went through a lot together, and and it's just great to be in the same room together. You know, I don't, I don't know that everything got healed in that, that one session, but we did, we did come back together, and we realized, like, wow, we had, what an experience we had together, and if we have the chance to do it again, we would love to do it again with this four, with the four, the original four. It was just a great experience, and and yeah, a lot of it was. Um, I, I think that they did capture what was going on at the time. I don't think uh, you know VH1 did a good job. It wasn't there wasn't any weirdness or anything as far as editing or anything. I mean, it, it was what it's what it was. Yeah. It was uncomfortableness, and they showed it, um, and it was there, and it was there for everybody to see. But we got past it, and once we got on stage, it was like, yep, that's Vixen. And we just looked at each other and went, wow, you know, it feels great to be back with, with you girls again. Yes. And we all left parting ways going, yeah, you know, even if it if it doesn't happen again, it's just great to see you guys again and let, let's keep in touch. And, you know, we're sisters forever. Mm-hmm. And it did. It did happen some, again. Yeah. And that's it did happen. Yeah. Yeah. Important. Yeah. Too. And I that's for the legacy of the band and. Um, obviously, you know, if, if for those, you know, few listening that maybe don't know that, you know, Jan Kuhneman passed away back in 2013. And um, obviously it's been important, I think, for you guys to, to, to continue on. Just what's that? Because personally for you, I mean, you, when you guys continue on from, from 2014 to now, you guys have, have, have continued and really playing a lot, playing and keeping this together kind of in Jan's name. I mean, how important is that? For you guys very, to maintain that. Very. That is, that is yeah. one of the main reasons why. Jan and the fans. Without yeah. the fans, you know, there's no reason to continue because either they want to see you or they don't. Um, Jan, because her whole life was Vixen. She started Vixen. She, she she worked so hard to build the reputation of Vixen and to keep this band going. I mean, and she saw this as, you know, endless. So it was kind of our job to make sure that her dream came true because it ended too soon for her. Yes. You know, life yeah. is just, it's just not fair. It's not fair, but, you know, we, we, we talked about it and talked about it and we, we consulted with her family and friends and it's like, you know, should we continue? And it was just kind of like a unanimous, of course. Yeah. You know, Vixen is Jan. It's her legacy, mm-hmm. and it's, it's still living on, of course. And you guys still playing at, at such a high level. And you know, bef- you know, real yes. quick, I, and, I, and and even on our Facebook page and our on our um, our website, yeah. we will always include her as much as we can. You know, we'll just put old pictures up or you know things about Jan because 
you have to because it just goes with her. Jan is vixen, so it's a reminder. It's like you know, and and the fans never let us forget either. So you know, they're always bringing up Jan. So she she's you know she's like Janet says at every show. She's with us with every every note we play. Mm-hmm. Every every note she sings, Jan is there. Very important, very important stuff. And I very, you, yeah, it, it is. We're, you know, and I was close with Jan, so for me, it's just kind of like uh, it's a no-brainer. It's like we we got to keep this going for her. Have to. Yeah, thank goodness for that. I think that it's really an enlightening, even new people, new fans, uh, and that's happening at all times. Anytime you play a show, you're you know you're you're gaining new fans, people that haven't seen you before. Yeah, yeah. You know what's you know what's great too is is like. We do meet and greets after our show. We'll go out to the merch table and we'll just sign whatever. You got a little ticket stub or, you know, you want T-shirt, pictures, whatever. We'll sign and we talk to everybody. And there'll be fans that had seen us with Ozzy or Deep Purple or Kiss, you know, 30 years ago, 25 years ago. And they'll bring their kids and it's just like all these new Vixen fans (laughs) are coming up now. And it's just really inspiring you know or we'll have you will have girls and guys saying you know i'm playing guitar because of you or i'm you know playing drums because of you janet you're an incredible singer what do you it's just that makes it all worthwhile all the playing in a band is great there's a whole another side of it which is the bullshit side of it the business side of it which is pretty tough if you can endure that you're you're golden but it all comes full, full circle when you're standing in front of fans, who, some who will actually cry when they're talking to you. And it's just like, do I have the best job in the world or what? It's just incredible. Yeah. that there's You know, if I find myself complaining, I'll just go, stop it. <laughs> you know, stop it. I have the best job in the world. There's no whining in rock and roll. Yes. You just summed it up. Perfectly too, because it shows, and I mean, I've always, I've said this to so many, you know, guests we've had on the show, and it just shows how there's nothing else like music that connects people so like this. I mean, there's it's just it's universal. Yeah, it's universal. It's it music touches everybody. I don't care where you live, what part of the country you live, what outside of the country, it's universal. It's it's just uh, it brings people together. And this has been, you know, going on for uh, more than thirty years. Uh, for Vixen, and I wanted to touch briefly on on that because I wanted to go back back in time to the '80s, my favorite decade for for pop culture, for music, for for everything. I love the '80s. I'm an '80s person. I'm only 34. I was born in '84. I was born the year Hard Bodies came out, which uh, you, you were know, Janet. Wait a minute, 84. <laughs> 84. You were born in '84. Yeah, yeah. I was that's 84. That's when I signed a record deal with Madame X. Was '84. Yep, and that's when Vixen, without you in the band, yeah, they were in the movie Hard Bodies. Yeah, which I joined <laughs> in '84. Yeah, I yeah. joined in 85. I auditioned for David Lee Roth in 85, around the same time. That would have been interesting. I would like like to have seen that pairing right there. Yeah, God, I wish I would have had a, I wish I would have filmed it back then. But you know, we didn't have the cell phones in your face every second. But that, yeah, that would have been that would have been big, and it's you know, but you know, <laughs> life. Yeah. Hell yeah, it would have changed things quite a bit. But you know, you can't, you know, you know, you don't want to change history because uh, you know that's things work out the way they're supposed to. But I wanted to ask you too because. 1988, the, the debut came out, but you guys had already been gaining some ground by 85, 86. Started recording the album, I think, in 86. Talk about how things changed for you guys, because it seems like really quickly, 
The debut comes out. You're opening for Scorpions for Ozzy. You're playing with Kiss, Bon Jovi. Talk about how things changed for you guys at that time. Well, you know, we didn't notice it because we were so busy. But once once we got off the road and came back home and then heard Edge of a Broken Heart on the radio, and then once I started getting uh, noticed, recognized in the malls, then I was like, okay, something's happening here. Yeah. <laughs> but hearing it on the radio, I had to pull over. And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's us on the radio. <laughs> I mean, it was, I can't. I can't put it into words. The excitement and just the thrill and just the, the like, yeah, I think we might have made it. <laughs> this is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> um, but, but you don't notice it when you're working because you're working so hard and you're over in another country and you're just jamming and playing every night. You come back to the States and then you're, you're, you reap the benefits. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, this this is what it's all about. And then you start getting the checks. And you're like, oh, even better. Bonus. <laughs> yeah, the bank account, that's one thing that, that definitely changed. And, yeah, <laughs> and But you guys had to prove yourselves. You had to but prove you know yourselves. What? It's, it, but, but in the big picture, it's not so much about that. Because when you're on stage, that's really what it's about. It's, mm-hmm. it's when you're on stage and when you're meeting the fans, that in the end is what it's all about. Because that's what keeps you going. It's not about the money because I'll, I'll tell you, today, you know, money, you don't get the money you made back then. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different puppy. It's a whole different world now. So, yeah, it's about loving what you do and, and the fans appreciating what you do. And you guys had to prove yourselves, though, night after night back then because there's there was legitimately people, maybe, you know, you know guy, people in bands that you maybe were even touring with that, that thought maybe that you guys were a gimmick. You weren't oh, even... yeah, for sure. For sure, yeah. It was still, you know, back in the 80s, it was still pretty much a novelty to see uh, an all-girl band playing hard rock. Yeah. There were not very many. Um, so I think being a girl attracted attention, but the credibility side of it was, 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 it was hard to gain credibility. You had to actually, it's almost like they wanted to see me do flips and twirls and all that, just just to impress them. Oh <laughs> you know God. what I mean? It's like we had to go over and above what anybody else had to do just to prove anything, but we didn't give a shit. It was like, look at, we're rocking. This is what we want to do. We don't care what you think. Either you like the songs or you don't. If you don't, don't buy it and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we're just, we're a rock band, just like everybody else. That's, so, and, that's a you tough... know, if, maybe the guys in Poison, maybe they, they wore their makeup better than we did, <laughs> but other than that, you know, we were pretty, pretty good-looking chicks playing hard rock, and we could, we were actually, we could actually play our in- instruments. Was that hard though? Because you know, now we're, you know, we're in a, we're in a hashtag Me Too movement. Being four good-looking women playing with with men, being in, in, especially you know, opening for bands like Scorpions, Ozzy, you know, predominantly male audiences. I mean, was it just, was it, was it hard? Did you get a lot of? weird circumstances a lot of guys i mean was there creepiness weirdness i mean did that happen quite frequently or was it kind of you guys were kind of sheltered from that not at all not that's at awesome. all that's good fact, to hear. i think because because we earned us we earned our our spot playing all those gigs and playing live is the only way that we could squash those rumors of oh they have tapes playing behind them or you know there's a guy behind the 
curtain or whatever. No, we were actually playing. They saw that we were actually playing, and, and word of mouth is huge. And the word got out that this band really can play their instruments. They're really that talented. Uh, they're worth seeing. And, and Ozzy and the Scorpions and Deep Purple, they treated us with the utmost most respect. We had no problems there at all. And they were a great learning lesson for us because we would stand behind the curtains and watch them every night. And we learned so much from all those mm-hmm. heavyweights. Yeah, that's you. Were, were you guys partiers at all? Or was it, were any of you well, married? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Were any of you <laughs> yeah. married at this time or yeah, were you we all had, single? We, we could do it up. We definitely could party. Um, but we, you know, we did everything in moderation. We knew, we knew, we knew our limit. Um, you know, sometimes we, you go overboard, but hey, we were young. Uh, we had, let me just say this, we had a good time <laughs> with all the bands that we played with. We had a good time. <laughs> it leaves so much to the imagination. It's like, well, oh my God, were, were, were all of you single back then or was anyone married at that point back in the early days? Um, let me think. We were single. We nice. were, I think Cher, Cher might have been married. Okay, yeah. Not, yeah, Cher was married and then, um, and then not married. <laughs> See, that's what's but, up. Huh? That's great. Yeah, you got you have your fun time. You know, you all. To she was married before she joined the band. Though. Okay. Okay. So Makes yeah, sense. and um, but other uh, we were all single and just having a good old time. <laughs> and see, you got it all out of your systems, and now you're all in bed oh, by I'll nine o'clock. Something, something funny. Yes. When we were on tour with Kiss, Gene Simmons had the maddest crush on Jan. Ever. <laughs> I mean, who didn't, right? I mean, she was a goddess. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like every band we toured with, they, somebody in that band would always just fall in love with Jan. But he just was smitten with her. And he would, when we would go on, before the kiss went on, he stood in front of her, in front of the stage, and just stare at her. I don't know if he was trying to intimidate her or what, but she just... She's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> she didn't even like face her. And I'm like, fuck, that's Gene Simmons. Just like, what? <laughs> I think he may have even asked her to lunch or something. And she's like, um, no, thank you. <laughs> wow. That- <laughs> I mean, it was so jant. She was so polite and just so classy. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, not many people turned Gene down back in those days, is the rumor. Nobody turned Gene down. <laughs> oh, God. That that's awesome. Funny. Man, that's... funny. That's good. Oh, wow. You know, I, I was... Um, you know, just getting getting very specific here. I was just watching some of the videos from uh, when you guys did the uh, the MTV Spring Break in Daytona, I think 1989. Um, what was that like? Because I mean, that that, that, that was just kind of getting started. There was just MTV was just starting to do the Spring Breaks and stuff like that. That looked like just an amazing fun time. What was that like uh, in Spring Break? Oh my God! It was. I remember it was hot as hell. Yeah. I I thought I was going to pass out. Uh, the crowd was immense, and they were just screaming, and they knew. All the song, all the lyrics to our songs, which was incredible because we had just released it not that long ago. So we knew, you know, hey, this 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 is we're onto something big here. Uh, oh, I remember, yeah, it was a really good lineup. Um, it was just, it was just a blast. That's all I can tell you. We had so much fun. It was just so much fun. It was just a blast. But that's all I can remember. So I know we must have had a really really good time because I barely remember 
all of it. <laughs> just blend. Are you sure you guys just blended right in with all the college co-eds and went on? And I can imagine. I can only imagine what what might have went on. That must have been a lot of fun, like you said. We'll leave it at that. A lot of fun. You know, no yeah, details. We'll just leave it at that. The it was details. a lot of fun. A lot of it I don't remember. So <laughs> all I remember is what I remember. It was fun. Oh well, that you know what, and that's what Vixen is. Is just and it's, it's such a fun. Such a fun band. No, was, you know what? And that's what rock and roll should be. It rock is. Rock and roll is built on, on having a good time and forgetting your 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 reality. You come to a show and you just like lose yourself for an hour and a half, two hours in this rock and roll circus. And yeah. you just have a blast. And that's where we're at. We're, we're just at you. When you come to our show, just have a good time. Don't worry about whatever's going on, you know, outside of this, this little world right here. Just for this two hours, just have a great time. Everybody needs that. Mm-hmm. And that's what the fans get. That's what people, you know, when you go to a show, that's what you get as a, as a fan. As, that's as what a I release. want when I go yeah. to a show. When I go to a show, that's what I want. I want to be entertained. I want to, I want to have a good time and I want to love the music and I want to just be tapping my foot and drop to my knees and, you know, just go, oh my God, the girl is just incredible. I love this song. Oh my God, this reminds me of, you know, when I was driving wherever with whoever, yeah. <laughs> doing whatever. Doing whatever, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, oh, right? <laughs> that's so great. All right, Roxy, I tell you what, you're you're one of the best, you're one of the best, uh, you know, best drummers in, in rock, and, and that's, I mean that, and I've been a fan uh, for for so many years and growing up with you guys and it's just been great to be able to to have you on our show now for the second time uh, thank you Ooh. i enjoy talking to you and i and i wish i could have seen you in oklahoma we, yes. i'm sorry it was just you know it just was chaos so it, it was hard to get get everything logistically together so oh. i'm glad you made the show absolutely it was awesome and it's tough those days of the show i always uh you know anytime i got a band coming in or i'm going to see i always you know if i if i text them early in the day i say hey if you have time it's fine uh if not that's fine too i know how hectic it is. and i think kicks had just like come in right off the plane or something they had a pl- uh, issue getting to the to the venue so they were just just getting off the plane onto the stage just about so that's oh, how hectic yeah, that can yeah, be yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Anytime we're near you, just let me know. And, um, you know, you're welcome to come and hang with us and, you know, be a vixenator for a while. I, I am. <laughs> I even, I, here's how I bought a shirt uh, in the last one. And it's a cool, it's one I hadn't seen before. It's like the Vixen uh, Motorcycle Club shirt. I bought that at the last show. I'm so, oh, cool. Cool. So, the Right to Rock shirt. It's awesome. I love that shirt. Yeah, it's like my, cool. Oh, right on. It's like well, my favorite one. Hey, that is Roxy. I'll tell you what, we will catch you soon. I can promise you that we'll we'll be out there and always be in touch. We got to do this. We got to. It can't be two years again. Can't go by before we do this again. No, 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 no. We'll do it sooner. And let me know. You know, when you come to a show, and uh, I'll try to point you out in the uh, or try to find you in the crowd and throw a stick at you and nail you in the head. Well, if I if I can catch it, you know, I, I was a, I was a football. I was a receiver back in my football days. I don't know, I don't know if I could catch a drumstick. Oh, then you'll no. get it. You'll get it. You'll get it. <laughs> hey. No problem. I don't want to poke your eye out. No, ex- exactly. You know, there's a lot. Suits. I mean, this, this, that's it's dangerous exactly. out there. Uh, Roxy, you are the All best. Right, well, thank you so much. I love talking to you. Thank you. You are the best. We'll catch you soon, my lady. All right. Rock on. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. So great to catch up with our gal, Roxy Petrucci, one of my favorite drummers, one of the great female drummers in rock history, no question about it, from her sped-up metal style of drumming in Metamex 
to her hard rock finesse style that you hear more in Vixen. She can do it all. She can play it all. And she still looks great. All of Vixen does. They look tremendous. And I think that's a big part of the success they're still having. Able to play, you know, the uh, the Monsters of Rock cruises. They're playing some of the festivals. Playing with a lot of the uh, bands of the day. And they're still out there doing it. And uh, mad respect for that. Tell you what, it is Memorial Weekend. We hope you guys are out enjoying a cold one, going to the lake, hanging out with friends, hopefully even enjoying some live music. That's going to be me. That's my life uh, for Memorial Weekend for sure. I've got Poison Friday night at the Sprint Center. That tour is just kicking off. Hoping to catch up with Ricky or Brett, a member from Poison, uh, for a future podcast. And uh, then on Saturday, heading to see Alabama. They're a band on my bucket list, a band I've always respected, been a fan of, and going to go check them out for the first time at the Lake of the Ozarks here in Missouri, which is a beautiful part of the the state, part of the country, one of the biggest man-made lakes in in America. So going to be a great time. I hope you guys are going to enjoy it. The hits just keep on coming here on, on the podcast. You guys know these songs so well, like the back of your hand, but on this show, you're going to hear the stories, and that's what we're about here. Please hit us up on our Twitter, at MusicMania underscore show. If you have a feedback, a response, have a guest idea for us, hit us up there. But guys, your money stays in plays with us right here on the podcast all summer long, right here on the Music Mania podcast.